we're going to talk about a message entitled Beyond Saved. Beyond Saved or Beyond Salvation. The passage is in the book of Revelation chapter 4 and verse 1. And I'm going to read New Living Translation. Then as I looked, I saw a door standing open in heaven. And the same voice I had heard before spoke to me like a trumpet blast. The voice said, come up here and I will show you what must happen after this. And instantly I was in the spirit. And I saw a throne in heaven and someone sitting on it. Hallelujah. Let us pray as we receive this word. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We receive it. We open our hearts. Holy Spirit, speak to us in revelation, not just with our ears, but that we may hear with our hearts. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Hallelujah. Palakpanta si Jesus one more time. Come on, a big one for him. So we're talking about a subject entitled Beyond Saved or Beyond Salvation. See, the problem with Christianity sometimes, and this is not just the Roman Catholic Church, this is the Pentecostal Church, this is the Baptist Church, this is the Protestant Church, is that sometimes nagalambot kita into a more religious way of participating in what we call church. Church becomes something that you're supposed to do because it's already Sunday. Dapat And yeah, it is something that is good. My benefit, my beauty in religion, my beauty ang tradition ginatawag. But I want to preach and remind you that Christianity is moving past all of those things, taking another step, and making sure ng sa Dios is the way God wants us and how God wants us to live our lives or to be for the glory of His kingdom. So ponder these words. So, you have been saved. Now what? Amen. I know it sounds simplistic. Now, luwas ka na. Nagbaton ka na kay Jesus. You're born again right now. Now that you're saved, what's the next step? Now what? What happens next? Now nga luwas ka na. Anong next ang himon? For the most people, majority, I don't want to say this condescendingly or condemningly, but majority of Christians, ang definition nila sini is, now I have to go to church every Sunday. Kay Domingo na, masimba na ko. You know, there's no difference between you and just another person out there going to their massive cathedral. Importante lang, makanto ko sa simbahan kung Domingo, mapasakop ko sa dalong sang kalachuchi o mapasakop ko dalong sang, sang, sang atop sang simbahan, sang kapilya, bisan hindi ko kapamati, bisan hindi ko kay chindi, bisan wala value sa ako. Importante lang, mahimu ko ako nga religious conduct that is required of me. But let me tell you something, church, there is something more about walking in the kingdom of of God and it's greater than just showing up every Sunday and you have to show up every Sunday and if you can barely do that how can we talk further about greater things come on God has designed his body to not be stagnant. God has designed His body to always transition into greater glory. Here a little, there a little, line upon line, precept upon precept. The intention of God is for the church to be really powerful and to move forward. Para sa dako himaya sang Dios. Now, so are you saying, Pastor, hindi importante basics? Basics are important. That's where we begin our journey. But look at this in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 1. It says here, Therefore... Let us get, pa get past the elementary stage in the teachings about the Christ. 
Did you just get that? The Bible says, let us get past this. Well, what do you mean, Pastor? No. Meaning, like I preached before, could remember you doing four steps of the spiritual journey or your faith journey? Hindi pwede nga forever arakalang sa foundation. The context of this in Hebrews chapter 6, and when Paul talked to them, or the writer of Hebrews talked to them, now you can't just be always drinking milk. Because milk is what? Milk is for babies. By this time already, dapat nagakaon na kita sang meat. So yes, the Bible is not vegan. You can be vegan if you want. It's up to you. You can be cruelty-free all you want. You can eat all the grass you want. It's all good. It's up to you. Lord bless you. But the Bible is saying, you should no longer just drink milk. Now it's time to eat meat. Panahon na para sa mas heavy nga mga bangay. Listen to me. What is milk? Milk is pre-digested food. It's simple. It's for babies. But Meat is something that is heavy, it packs calories, it takes time to digest. Amen. Sometimes that's what the Bible is saying. Look at this. It says here, therefore let us get past the elementary stage in the teachings about the Christ, advancing on to maturity. Everybody say advancing. Church, listen. Something is wrong with our journey. The intention of God is for us to always advance. Advancing on to maturity. Now, I was talking to the YA yesterday. Cyrus, majority attendance actually is, majority of them is young adults. From the age of 23 to 39. Dapat ang aton nga mga YA meetings, wala ka nubuk 100 ang aton nga attendance. Maybe even more. Now listen, I'm not condemning you. Don't feel bad about this. But if you might feel bad, probably it's a conviction from the Holy Spirit. It's about time I set down ta ng idea. Pasta makasimba lang ko, na-fulfill ko na ang duty ko. No, that's not the intention of someone who really loves God. If someone really loves God, it's not just about doing the minimum, the basic requirements, the basic standard. It's always about advancing to greater knowledge of God. Hindi pwede nga ma-happy ka na nga makasimba lang ko, okay na na sa ako. No! Don't just check the boxes. Build your own boxes to check in. Ang attitude nato dapat, what else can I do so that I could go further into my journey with God? I can't just sit on the pew and watch other people enjoy God. I can't just sit on a chair and watch other people go deeper into the Lord while here I am wallowing in my misery. My plano ang Dios na dako para sa aton. And what He's wanting for us is to just say, hey, I take you to advance it says here advancing on to maturity look at this and perfection and spiritual completeness without laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works of faith and of faith toward God of teaching about washings or baptisms may no offense una sa akin kaya wala na siya nagsimba sa the way kaya wala ko kung nagwagawali baptism Wala ko gawagawali baptism, kaya nabahali ko na na. Ano karoon feeling kada Domingo, bawali ko baptism? Kung nabaptize ka na, ano pag walihan, tapay ka baptism para sa ano nga purpose? Gusto magwali baptism kag salvation? Kadto to sa, kadto sa India. Kadto ka to sa Morocco. Kadto ka sa mga Muslim nations. Kadto to sa Iran. By the way, there's a great revival happening in Iran right now. There's a big chunk of their population receiving Jesus Christ right now and standing up. So, I'm, I'm praying for Iran. I know it's a hotbed of Muslim radicalism, but there's a great revival happening there. But the Bible is saying here, move on ka na. 
Ang isa to kautod natong sunod, wala siya na may answer the way, kaya uwagawali baptism, dumabuang kasi sa baptism, kasi sa salvation, ang bakulisin. Hindi ko evangelist, hindi mo komisyonari, pastor ko. Ang evangelist, among nag-reach out sa tao, para dalon sa church, para mapastoran. Anong roles ng pastor? Anong roles ng pastor? I-grow ang tao. I-grow ang anak sang Diyos. I-equip ang anak sang Diyos para sa anong purpose? So that the child of God can perform for the kingdom of God. And remember you last time, wali ko, ang role sang fivefold ministry is to equip the church for the work of the ministry. Ang muna trabaho, ang trabaho sang pastor, hindi siya ang ma-work sa ministry. Ang trabaho sang fivefold is to equip the body and the body does the ministry. So by the way, ang namindira is, look at this, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. Are they not important? Well, the Bible says, these are all important matters in which you should have been proficient long ago. Did you just hear that? Is the mic turned on? The Bible says, these things are so basic, you should have known them already. After 10 years, kung kinanglan kapag yapon walihan sang repentance, something's, something's not right. After a while, after no, something's not right. Something is not going right. Ang intention sang Dios is for us to take one step after another, after another, after another, until we go on to perfection for the greater glory of the kingdom of God. Would you give him a clap offering of praise in the house? Come on. Listen here. So the Christian journey is not just that. The Christian journey is this. Consider this thought. If you're just trying to miss hell, you're probably missing the point. Wala nyo damo ang Kristiyano, ang idea nila sang self-salvation, sang Christianity, hindi ka lang may impyerno. Nobody wants to go to the bad place. I've seen some people on TikTok, some atheists who say, if I die, I want to go to hell. I don't ever want to be in heaven. Even if God showed up right now on in physical form and said, I am God, accept me or you're going to hell. I would rather be in hell. The audacity. Pag-abot mo to sa impyerno, samtang nagangwingoy ka to sa kainit, pasi mabaka, Lord, isalakit ko. Listen, nobody wants to be in that place. Nobody likes the bad place. But church, listen. It's not you keeping you from hell. It's God. It's not your goodness keeping you from hell. It's the blood of Jesus. It's not your works. It's what He has done on the cross. So don't worry about hell. If you're a child of God, sometimes you're going to have some boo-boos. Sometimes you're going to drop the ball. Sometimes you're going to make a mistake. Sometimes mamuyayaw. Amen. I know. I, I get it. Sometimes mahimo ka mga decision na dapat wala mo tayong dugin himo. Tanan kita susceptible sina. Pero ang point sang Dios is this. If you're constantly just trying to avoid hell, sometimes you're missing the entire point of why you are here in the first place. What is the intention of God? For His church to expand, for His church to grow, for His church to conquer, and for His church to bring His glory into the world. Now watch, I'm going to show you a few things. Balik kita sa atong text, Revelation chapter 4. This is powerful. He says, Then after, as I look, this is John. Now let me provide a context. This is John, the beloved, or John Saint John the Divine. So Revelation chapter four, amuning iya nga pag elevate, pag saka ito the next step, going to the next level. Amuning iya ni John. Now watch this. Revelation chapter one is his introduction. He was exiled to the Isle of Patmos. What was he doing in the Isle of Patmos? Well, the Roman Empire tried to kill him assassinate him, no, not assassinate him, condemn him to death in the Circus Maximus, in, threw him in a cauldron 
of boiling oil. Amo na sa history. Pag-aboy nila kay St. John sa cauldron sa bukal-bukal ng mantika, he got out of it unharmed. There were writings that say they probably did other things to want to kill him, but he survived all of them. So what will you do to a man that you can't kill? They exiled him. They put him on an island, a deserted island where nobody lives. Shalom to isa sa Isle of Patmos. While he was in the Isle of Patmos, the Lord showed himself to, to John and gave him revelations. That's giving Revelation 1, 2, and 3, and 4. So Revelation 1, 2, 3, and 4. So Revelation chapter 1, introduction. Kung paano siya nagkatutong, aatuto siya. Revelation chapter 2, ginamatamat reveals ang Diyosiya prophetically kung anong rebukes ang spirit sa mga churches. The seven churches of Asia. Starts with Ephesus. You have left your first love. You're rich. You're doing good things for the kingdom. But you have left your first love. Uh, ending with Smyrna. What is Smyrna? You are poor, but you are rich. You have suffered persecution. You are great in the kingdom of God. So, ginpakita gin siya na sang Diyos. All good, right? All powerful. But then God says, I have something better for you. There's more for you, John, if you're just willing to take another step. And that is what I'm trying to tell the church right now. If we are willing to hear the voice of God and take another step, something powerful is about to happen. Now, this is it. Revelation 4 and 1. Look at this. Then as I looked, I saw a door standing open in heaven. Watch this church. Pagtulok ni John, he saw a door standing open in heaven. Here's my thought about that. Don't wait for heaven to open up. It already is. Damo mga tao, stagnan kita. Hindi kita kahulag, kagahulat kita. Ngang langit magbukas para sa atun. Hindi mo lang kinanglan buksan ng langit. Ginbuksan na ni Jesus. It has been open. It's never been closed. It's still open until now. May mga churches gambang nga, ma-pray kita, ma-fast kita, ma-create kita buho sa atmosphere, pakanto sila. You can't do nothing. None of that is relevant. None of that is significant. Let me tell you what. Hindi mo na kinalanan ang prayer mo maglapaw sa atop. Hindi mo kinalanan ang prayer mo mag-peer sa atmosphere. Kaya ang tanan nga powers ang Diyos, aras sa sulod mo. Dira ka lang tulog ka lang sa sulod. Dira ka pray. Kaya arang gahum sa Diyos. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. All of that is religious drama. Ma-pray, tatanan, mabuho kita sa atmosphere para ang prayer natin makalusot. May mga preacher na ba tiyan ko? Pentecostal ko. Balaan kong tanan nga style. May mga Pentecostal preachers gamba. I feel the heaven is closed. The heaven is brass open. Let us pray so we can open heaven. No, no, no. You don't need to open heaven. The last time heaven got open was when the day Jesus was baptized. John said, I saw heaven open and the Spirit of God coming down on him in the form of a dove. And the, guess what? It didn't say the heaven closed after that. From that day forward, it has always been open. It is open now. And it's been given to John. John, the only reason why you're not seeing a blessing has nothing to do with nothing else but as heaven is already open. It's just now I am inviting you. Ang Espiritus ang Diyos nag-invite sa aton. Heaven is open. Kisaga mo ta na eh. Lord, kung imuon mo lang ni, maamu ko na. Kung imuon mo to, maamu ko to. No, heaven is open. You know how many times I prayed this prayer? Lord, tani-tani, gaan mo lang one billion dollars. Masapos taning ministry. Kung kapuak-puak na lang kwarta ta in the first place. So then we can just do what we need to do. But if you already have a million dollars or a billion dollars, din ang faith. Pwede ba lana? Pwede man. But have you noticed? Look at me. The way God does things. And even in our church, it's not like, ari ang kwarta, do something. 
Usually, when God moves in your life, He tells you and He gives you a promise and gives you a word, heaven is open. I want to bless you. I want to elevate you. I want to take you to another level with nothing. Because we want the provision first and then we'll scramble something for a vision. No, you need to get a vision first because your vision is important. Provision follows vision. Namigitani, Lord, kung ara ng kwarta, tapos maobra lang, patindog nila kami church, patindog nila kami hospital, patindog kami mga Bible schools, mapadala kami missionary, gaya kami kwarta. Hindi yan mo ng waste ng Diyos. Ang waste ng Diyos is this, the door is open, I want you to take a step of faith, even when you have nothing, just take a step of faith and watch me provide for you. You know how many millions of pesos we spent on our building? Millions. Pag patindog natin, ang pledges natin, may isang nag-pledge, 30 million. One person. Tapos nag-pandemic, kinigutaw, wala ka to pa 30 million niya. Sige ko, noon ko ni Man. Paano ang taniman? Pa-close ko na lang. Hindi lang construct na. Ang savings na, ubos. Grabe yung construction. Pagpatindog na sa building ta, na naplastan na mga kwan. Grabe ang... Abi mo, tapos na building? Hindi. Nag-renta kita sa unas ng LED wall. Ang renta natin sa LED wall, almost 1.3 million ang nabahit na sa renta. Wala ko bilo kung dita na napamulot ang kwartangan na. Sige ko, mabakala natin ang aton ko galingon. So nagkuha na by faith naman liwat. And then the Lord is... Pro- listen to me, church. Listen to me. In this ministry, it's never been the other way around. It's never been, here's the money, now do something. It's always God saying, I want you to do something. If you have a vision, if I've given you something, take, make a step of faith, and then the provision will follow. Gusto tayo yabi, safety anay. Para ng karwarta, kung ano ang blessing, then Lord must step ko. No, ang iyas ang Diyos, God is saying, John, I want you to understand. Son of God, daughter of God, child of God, understand this. Heaven's door is already open. It's already open. Don't wait for heaven to open up. It already is. I like that. Kaya mga kristyano, stuck up sila gyapon. Ginatry gyapon nila, i-open ang langit. Ginatry nila gyapon kumbinsi ang Diyos. Matsyag mo ko ng Diyos, hindi kumbinsi. Doon makumbinsi mo. Kag hindi ang prayer mo ang nagkumbinsi sa Diyos. Hindi ang fasting mo ang nagkumbinsi sa Diyos. Hindi ang prophecy nagkumbinsi sa Diyos. Ang nagkumbinsi sa Diyos para maghulag ang kinbayaran sa iyong anak. God's gonna bless you because of Jesus. God's gonna send revival because of Jesus. God's gonna send healing because of Jesus. The mere fact that you have it is because of His Son. So Old Testament, yes, ang door closed. Budlay ang dalan. Di ba ginwali ko na sa una? May dua ka dalan. May classmate ko sa una. Lingin sa akin. Katuliko, ganyang sakto eh. Kamuya nga born again. Gamay lang kamu. Damo kami. Pukuti ang bugali na. Padamo-damo. Ambaya lang, alang impyerno. Hunsang Diyos ang damo. Amba ko si, okay. Amba ko katikista ka. Oo, gustadi ko. Okay pa mangkot. Sa Biblia, may dua ka dalan. Dalan nga makipot pakadto sa himaya mabudlay pila ang gakadto to gamay lang gamay lang pakadto sa langit may isa naman kadalan malapad matawhay pakadto din pakadto sa impierno kalaglagan bako kag pila ang gakadto to kagmadamo ang dagagi didto gimbalik ko siya sino sa to nang damo kami, ah, kami. You know why ginambal na ni Jesus? Kaysa ang unang nga panahon, before niya pagin bayaran, ang adalan pa kato sa kaluwasan, budlay. Ang dalan pa kato sa kaluwasan, i-obey mo ang tanan nga 613 laws of Moses. 
Kinanglan mo sundun ang tanan nga ceremonial laws. Tanan kinang mo sundun ang tanan nga feasts. Kinanglan mo sundun ang tanan nga rules and laws of Sabbath. Kinanglan mo na tanan himuon. Budlay. Kagamay lang ang makasunod sina. In fact, wala gisa makasunod fully sa law ni Moses. Pero kin-change na ni Jesus. Wala na siya naghambal nga ang dalan sa Diyos makipot. Ang hambal niya, I am the way. Ako ang dalan. I am the truth. Ako ang kamaturan. And I am the life. Kaya ako ang kabuhi. No man can come to the Father except through me. Si Jesus ang dalan. Si Jesus ang truth. Si Jesus ang kabuhi. Si Jesus pagid ang door. And that door has been wide open. That was, uh, that's why the veil in the temple has been rent from the bottom to the top. Signifying that the presence of heaven is already open. Sano ko pastor makakuha blessing sa Diyos? Subong. Ang ginahulat ta, hindi ang Diyos maghulag. Ang ginahulat sa Diyos, kita maghulag. Hindi ka maghulag, way sang may matabo, bisan bukas ang langit. Pero kung maghulag ka by faith sa kunugin sugo sa Diyos, bisan budlay makita mo ang provision sa Diyos nagabot. I am I'm preaching better than you're responding. Watch this. Look, look, look. Ha. He said, Then I look, I saw a door standing open in heaven, and the same voice I heard before spoke to me like a trumpet blast. The voice said, look at this, Come up here, and I will show you what must happen after this. See, before that, ang nakita niya, dutan unlang revelation. Pero siling sang Dios, okay mana ang revelation 1 to 4. But 5 to 22 is going to be something else of a different level. It is going to be a revelation nga wala pa nakita sang bisan sino nga tao sa kalibutan. It's not just a revelation for seven churches in Asia. It's going to be a revelation for the entire Christian world for generations and generations until the trumpet sounds. So gamban nagda ng Dios, this is big stuff, son. This is higher, greater, longer, wider. This is legit. This is next level stuff. Sino gusto sang next level halin sa Dios? Come on, come on, be honest. Sino gusto sang next level nga blessing, next level nga anointing, next level nga power, next level sa Dios? Here it is. Ano imo ko pastor? Ma fasting ko 40 days. Pwede man ako gusto mo. But here's a very simple requirement given to John. Look at this. Sitting sa Dios siya. Come up. Watch. Ara si John probably sa valley or at the coast of Patmos. Gabaton siya revelation sa Dios. Possibly paghambal sa Dios, John saka, gaanta ka mas damo. Saka lang. Ang baguro ni John. Lord, hindi pwedeng adre mo na lang hatag. Wala pa ko blakakaon, Lord. Wala pa ko pamahaw. Pwede diri na. No. Sining sa Dios siya. John, I dare you to take one step up. One step, a step of faith. Look at this church. Consider this. Heaven is daring you to take it to the next level. Listen, hindi mo na kinaklan kumpinsyon ng Diyos ka maghambal. Lord, Lord, dal ako sa next level sa akong nga kabuhi. Dal ako sa next level sa akong spirituality. Dal ako sa next level sa akong life, sa akong career, sa akong nga ministry. Hindi mo na kinaklan kumpinsyon ng Diyos na gusto na sa Diyos nga may experience mo na. But the word for you today is this. Are you willing to take that step of faith, that step of uncertainty? What if God doesn't show up. Watch. Consider this thought. When God prompts you to go higher, it's for your benefit, not His. Pamate, kung kinaprompt ka sang Diyos to take a higher step, hindi na para sa iya binipisyo. Pamangkot, mabuhi na ng pagka-Diyos sang Diyos. Kung gusto mo mapabilin sa dalom, hindi. Madugangan mo ba lang Diyos? Hindi. 
it is to your benefit. When God is charging you, it is to your benefit. Gusto sa Diyos magsaka siya kay may plano ang Diyos na mas dako para kay John. I want you to be a blessing to the church. Panahon na siguro ang tao, ang Christianity, mag-rise up, mag-tindog, mag-amba, Lord, I'm rising up. Wala ka muna taking ng Christianity ta, simba, simba lang kada Domingo. Kag may mga ara gani, bisan ng simba na lang, hindi mo pa mahusto. Ang pinaka-worst gig nga excuse sa tanan na muna yung, basi ko na muna excuse nyo, sorry lang kita, hindi mo offend, not trying to be mean, not trying to condemn, but I hope I don't condemn you, pero muna kalabanan na batian ko, it, this is not, this is the worst of excuses ever. May gina, may pinagdadaanan ko sa buong pastor, mabalik ko da. Wait, 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 wait. Let, let, rephrase. What you're saying is, I'm going through something right now, so I don't need God, I don't need the church, I'll do it on my own. Isn't that the best time for you to run to God, to run to the fellowship, to hear the word, to praise God, to sacrifice, to give Him thanks, now that you're going through something? I don't know, man. I don't know. Listen to this. Ginprompt sang Espiritu sang Diyos si John. You know why? Because you shouldn't stay with low-level, low-expectation Christianity. It is done. We are done with low-level, low-expectation Christianity. Panahon na nga mag-expand ka magamba, Lord, I'm ready for what you want me to do. I'm ready for the greatest thing ever. I'm ready for what you have planned for my future. I'm ready to be a part of the kingdom of God. Lord, I'm going to take a step. I don't know how to preach, but I'm truly going to take a step. I don't have the money yet, but I'm truly going to take a step. I don't have the capacity yet, but I'm going to make a step. I'm gonna come up higher. Look at this. I like this part. As soon as he took a step, one step, it didn't say two steps or three steps, one step up. Look at this. And instantly, I was in the spirit. Look at this, what happened? Instantly. What does that mean? It means, ang blessing, gahulat. Ang Dios ang gaul- wala kita gahulat sa Dios. Ang Dios ang gaulat sa aton. I'm, I'm gonna rephrase. We are not waiting for revival. Revival is waiting for us. Rephrase. Ambali Jesus, pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that he might send laborers into what? Into the harvest. The harvest is already ready. Ang Dios wala ka pangita manugtanom. Ang Dios ka pangita harvester. Meaning, tapos na. Naubra na. I-harvest mo na lang. You, you, you gotta get this. Humana. Look at this. As soon as he decided to step, instantly, the power started manifesting. Look, there is a sense of urgency. Now, John, do it now. And default simplicity. I like that term. I wrote it, by the way, but I like it. Default simplicity. Mas hindi default Automatic. By default, this is what will happen. A simple default happens as soon as he took a step. Oh, wait a minute, God. I'm going to fast first and convince you to give me blessings. No, 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 no. God is saying, I've already opened the door. I want to give you more. I want to show you more. Are you willing to take another step higher to where I want you 
And as soon as he steps, it says here, and instantly I was in the spirit. It didn't take long, church. As soon as he took the step, the Bible says, I was in the spirit. Now, it's not a vision form anymore. John had a lot of visions. But this is different. In the Greek, ang vision is optasia. But this one is different. It's egenomen and pneumati. Something else. It means to become in the spirit. Again, he didn't see an open vision like, I've experienced that before. But it's not what John had. John was different. To become in the Spirit. Now watch this. He was human, just like everybody else. But God changed his physical body to accommodate the vision. Oh, you, you, you're missing this out. You, you, you gotta get this. In this, John because his body cannot handle heaven because this is corruptible. But he became, you, you need to get this. God is willing to go as far as it should go if you're just willing to take a step. If you're gonna sit on your corner, sipping your iced tea, watching the world go by, then nothing will happen. But I know it's challenging. I know it could be tough. I know it could be hard. God understands that all. That's why he said, if you would just take a step, I am guaranteeing you there is nothing, nothing, nothing that will ever stop you from receiving what I have for you. And as soon as he took the step, boom, automatically he became in the spirit. What I believe happened is, then change and he was taken up to heaven and then from that point on he started seeing things no man has ever seen yet all of a sudden he sees a beast coming up out of the ocean he sees the heavenly new Jerusalem coming down from heaven from God to earth he sees the earth being burned by fire he sees Jesus stepping on his enemies he sees the future like nobody has ever seen before where is it relocated up to where you decided I'm going to take another step Step. Imagine no matabok ay John. Kung nag-decide siya, adri na lang ko anay ah. Kakapoy, magsaka to. Pabili na lang ko di. It's not how it works, man. Look at this. And instantly, I was in the spirit. Look at this. And I saw a throne in heaven. And we know who's sitting on it. Why do you think that's the first thing God gave him? Because what God was about to give him was so powerful. It was so scary. Imagine mga beast makita yah. Makita yung thousand year reign. Makita si Lucifer, ang antichrist, ang false prophet, ginaboy sa lake of fire. Scary. Guru kita ko makita. Tana makulbahan kita. But God showed him first. Listen, John. What you're about to see might scare you, might scare the living daylights out of you. But watch this. No matter what happens, I'm sitting on the throne. No matter how scary it goes all around you, I got this. I have power over all of this. And I'm showing this to you so you don't have to be afraid to take another step. Take another step. Everything we do, church, this is God's intention. He gives you a vision. He gives you a promise. You take a step. You take a step. And then you see the hand of God show up in power. If you don't want to expand, you will stagnate. 
Can I get an amen? Kung wala ka willingness ka mag-expand, Lord, expand ko, expand Stretch me. You know, stretching is not easy. But if you're willing to expand, ang unang intention sa Diyos, gusto sa Diyos, kwao na kita sa aton old mindset para makita ang beauty, ang glory, sa iya kingdom, ang power. Kung naintindihan nyo lang kung ano ginaman sa Diyos, what God has prepared for you, if you could only have a, a slightest glimpse, malain ka guro. Di pastor, wala, kung natagaan sa Diyos glimpse, you're not getting the glimpses because you're still waiting in the low-level revelations when God is already telling you to come up higher. Makikita ka sa mga prophet kung isa nga, may mga revelations sila. Nga may, may mga prophet o may mga pastor nga may revelation. Kawala tayo nakita. Mga preacher. Hindi tungod kayo mas palangga sila sa Diyos. But because those people decided, I'm gonna take another step further. They're not more love. They just took another step further. While others want to sit on their pews and act Christianese and talk Christianese and pretend like everything's okay. These people have decided, you know what? I'm not satisfied with just being a religious person. I want the best of God for my life. And they take a step and heaven is already open and it starts releasing upon their lives. I'm not anti-prophet. I recognize the gift of the prophetic. I believe in the fivefold ministry. I believe in the gift of the apostles, the prophets, the pastors, the teachers. I believe in all that, the evangelists. I believe that. Ang problema hindi na, ang problema, ang over-spiritualizing, ang problema, ang drama, ang problema, ang ininto, ang tinikal, para makakuwarta. Hindi ko na, ay, ah, ah. May mga prophet, yung, may mga prophetess, yung, bisan taga northern, ilo-ilo, sila, yung, ay, kumbinsi, huwag yun lang kalibutan, yung, hudiyo. Para mo balaan ng hudiyo ka kung hindi, tulog ka na lang ilong mo. Ang ilong mo gakamang, paano ka maghudiyo? I come from the Levitical line. Ay, sus. Kagbutang tan lang gid biabi, which I don't believe. Totoo gid man bi hudiyo ka ti ano. Wala merit ang pagkahudiyo. The only Jewishness that matters is not because ang lolo mo rabbi, no. It mat- what matters is that you believe in Jesus Christ. We are in the new covenant right now. We are spiritual Israel because of our faith in Jesus Christ. We became sons and daughters of Abraham. Hindi ko na kailang mag-trace ang pagkahudiyo ko. Ang pagkahudiyo ko, hindi connected sa lolo ko. Ang pagkahudiyo ko, connected kay Jesus Christ. Look at this. Okay, Pastor, kumbinsido na ko. I'm gonna take it to the next level. How will I know that God is prompting me? Paano kung ba? Lagi na prompt ko sa Diyos? Para mag-take it to the next level. Kaya ako do okay naman lang ko, Pastor, kung Domingo masimba ko, mapuli ko, okay naman lang ko. I'm gonna show you. Now, if you're not getting any of these prompts, probably not all, but any of these prompts, if you're not getting any of these prompts, can I say something that might offend you? Probably you're not saved. Gusimba ko sa the way. Tiyan ako, gusimba ka sa the way. Wala garantiya nga gasimba ka. Kagatiyan ka sa gabuli ka, sa gabolunteer ka, gaasher ka, o gatukar ka. Wala garantiya nga saved ka. Ang salvation nato hindi sa pagsimba kay pwede ka man tanawan niyo bala may similarity ang ang church group sa sa frat. Mo man feeling mo gusto mo magkadto may mga friends ka to, may brotherhood ka to, mapapa alpaka paro, akro akro, taugama mo. Tanan kita may yung may sense of belongingness kita. Pero ang church is beyond that. May brotherhood kita, may friendship kita, may barkada kita, may fellowship kita, may team building kita. Tanan nga pwede. Pero the church is beyond that. This is a spiritual connection with God. Kung spiritually connected ka with God, impossible nga wala mo na batsyaga ng any of these prompts. Any of these prompts that I'm about to show you, six prompts, five lang ni Tanigin, tapos may one nga bonus in case mag-overtime ko. 
pero kaginasing agad na lampasan ko man siya, so is six ko na lang. Six prompts. Any of these prompts, kung mag-abot ni siya life, meaning God is saying, my son, my daughter, it's time to level up. Stop playing church. It's time to take it to another level. May sakit nakautod sa YA kagapon. Testimony siya. Sa nakilalay si Jesus, grabe. Persecutions and family yan. Hindi na siya ganyan. Masimba, masimba siya, papuli yan. Nga gabi na, ginalakan sa tatay yan. Ang gate, tulog na lang siya sa guwa. Pero bisang katulog siya sa guwa sa gate na persecutions sa tatay yan. Alagad siya kiyapon sa Diyos. Sino? Kita ganito, itawai ka buhita sa tutulog lang. Wala sa nagalak sa gate sa atun. Kaya kita takiya sa gate. Kung lakan ka bi gate, hindi ka nakasunod sa balay. Pero masimba ka mang yapon. That's a different story. May stories of abuses. Grabe na ginlang mga abuses. Halin sa mga tao, halin sa ila. Kung galingon nga parents. May mga... And then they keep on serving God. Let me tell you, church, when you're going through those things, it's God telling you, hey, listen to me, child. You're greater than this. I'm about to show you my power like you've never seen it before. Something good is about to happen. Now watch this. Here's the six prompts. Six ways God prompts us to take it to the next level. Number one, here it is. You'll know that you're being prompted because out of nowhere, for some reason, you have become God-obsessed. Sang una, sang walang panakilala ang Diyos. When before you got to know the Lord, mayo man mapakapray ka, mayo man hindi. Mayo makakommunicate ka sa Diyos, mayo man hindi. But for some reason, all of a sudden, every morsel of the word you want to hear, every book you want to read, every time you want to listen, you become obsessed with God. Kung hindi ka obsessed sa Diyos, masiway ka kabati prompting. Again, again, damo kristyano, masimba lang ko. It's beyond that. It becomes an obsession. I want him. I want to know him. I want to feel him. I want to see him. I want to touch him. I want to experience him. Kung magkato ka sa church, sometimes nag-worship ka, gusto mo ginwampirmi ang fullness ang ginoo. Hindi ka masatisfied nga nagkatulog ka lang ang nagkakursimano. Listen to me, hindi ka supervisor dire, wala checker dire, wala manager dire, tanan kita di involved sa pagdayaw sa Diyos. Why? We are obsessed with him! Sa pagkainit sa the way. Ang aircon ta, by the way, mabot either January or February. I'm praying, hallelujah, in Jesus' name. Pag-abot yan na. But when that happens, amunin kaladlawan. Pag-ambal kaginas. Pag-ano nga posible, mabot na January or February. Atong aircon, dugay-dugay tagin pray. Kaginas ang agamay, sana man naghambal, pastor. Madonate ko four to six ka aircon. What? What? Like si God gasambal. Impossible dito na kayo wala takwarta inog bakal ako that's millions of pesos pero ang Dios kapalukit yung mangita pa magi basta magmake step ka lang the Lord just provides ako yung paling pastor okay na ako yung masimbasin no no you have to be obsessed look at this paano mangin obsessed pastor let me show you Colossians three one to two you have been raised to life with Christ that is the standard now you're saved because you're saved now what look so set your hearts on the things that are in heaven. Set your hearts. Where Christ sits on his throne at the right side of God, keep your minds fixed. Set your hearts. Keep your minds fixed on things there, not on things here on earth. Set your heart. Fix your mind. Wait, wait a minute, Pastor. Ang ako niyang obsession ni. Listen. Obsessions are not accidental. They are set. Hindi, Pastor. Ay, ako niya, saan sa na-obsess ko bala sa migo ko, Pastor? Tinafall lang ko ya. Tinafall lang ko siya. Nga, at na-fall ka siya. Oo, oh, doon si Liminhugit siya. Gwapo. 
Ito si Park Soju. Naluyag kasi siya kay do Koreano Churaya. Nga naluyag, paano kay hindi maluyag siya? Kay ginset mo ng mind mo, adlo-adlaw ka, kalantaw ka, Korean novela. Tanan-tanan nga, Korean novela, ubos mo lantaw. Karong makakita ka na ako ng lalaki, nga dumidyo bahay, Churaya, sa wala bahay, sa tuulaki, kag dumidyo mahinhin, kag blue, kaya buhok, magkita mo, Pwede luyag ka na yun? Matsag mo aksidente? Hindi! Kinset mo ng mind mo to like that. Kinset mo ng heart mo. This is my type. I don't want nobody else. Hindi ko sa lalaking macho. Gusto kong lalaking mahinhin, limpyo, wala punggod, wala wrinkles, glass skin, Korean glass skin, Korean perm, Korean fashion. That's what I like. You think that's by accident? Just wake up one morning, I like that. No! You have set your mind and your heart to like that. The same with God. You will never be obsessed with Jesus if you don't set your mind and you don't set your heart on Him. Pero kung iset mong mind mo, iset mong heart mo, no matter what happens in life, I'm looking up to Jesus. I'm waiting for Jesus. I'm praising Jesus. I'm talking to Jesus. Let me tell you, church, He will always be beautiful to you. How many obsessed people do we have in the house? <laughs> you have to be obsessed. Obsessions are not accidental. Obsessions are set. Obsessions are set. Look, here's, this, here's number two. This is how God prompts you. You ready? Your desires change. You know, the day you follow Jesus, notice nyo, galain desire mo. So una Saturday night, ato ka to sa bar, ga sululu, kaga kakalalamang, kasang kahubugun, kaga muna look forward mo, pero but now that you have Jesus, I'm not gonna do that. I have to sleep well, kaya ma-worship ako buwas. I need much. You know, I'm so impressed with many of our BPO workers here, ang mga virtual assistants natin. May sakit ako, uto di ka gina, pastor, wala pa ikot nilugan, dugidugay na. Pero ma-worship, simbal ako gyapon. Karan lang ako matulog after church. And many, uh, there's many of us that go through those things. Why are we doing that? Because our desires are changing. Lain sa unang desire mo, lain sa unang gusto mo. All of a sudden, you like the things that God like. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. You will never find me hanging out in bars. You'll never see me drunk out of my wits end. Never gonna happen. It's not a temptation to me. You know why? I've never set my mind on those things. I've never pictured myself doing that. You will never be tempted by what you do not think about. Sin does not come like a seizure. It's not a virus that you catch. It is a mindset that you have allowed to settle. Hindi mo kumatintara, manigarilyo kastubangan ko. Hindi kumatintara. Pero kung ng tao, pilan siya katuig, chain smoker na siya, pagkita isang tao, kapanigarilyo, galaway na nasa. Why? Because ginset niya ng mind niya, ginset niya ng heart niya, manago, manago na siya para makahit-hit, addicted na siya, obsessed siya sa nicotine. Pati mga chemical sa lawas niya, gaugyun na sa nicotine nga na, gaugyun na ginapangita na sa senses niya. Hindi pala namin nga amuntan yung balatsyagunta para sa Diyos. Naseta ng mind na siya, ang hearts na nag-change na. Oh, come on, church. Pag-set mo sa mind mo, ang heart mo ga-change na. Watch. Delight yourself, for delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. What does He give? The desires. His desires given to you. Your desires are His desires. Psalm 73, 25 to 26. Whom have I in heaven but you? Mali David. 
and earth has nothing I desire besides you. Sino sa inyo may amo na feeling? Lord, okay man kung may amo ko na, may amo ko na, but heaven has everything that I want. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Watch this. The strength, ang Hebrew word yun is God sustains or the sustenance of my heart. It is the food that my heart eats. It is the desire of my being. What is God? Gina change ang Dios ang desire mo ang Dios. Ang imo obsession ang Dios. Galini mo ang heart. Once you see your heart start to change. So una way ka manggana magsimba, way ka manggana sa Bible, wala ka manggana sa Bible study. All of a sudden so bong gusto mo na mamati. Excited ka na magsimba, excited ka na sa word of God. Your heart is changing. You know why? Because God is prompting you to take it to the next level, to take it higher because there are greater things. Listen church, kung ginaprompt ka na sang Dios, meaning ready na ang Dios para i-release ang blessing para sa si kabuhi. It's about to be manifested very 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 soon. You see how four. Watch watch this. Here's another way. Number 3, how God prompts you desire to always do his will. Can I get an amen? Ang desire mo, ano ka bubutuin mo, Lord? Amulan ang gusto ko. Hindi gusto magwa. Nag-a-matter gibilang will sa Dios. Of course. The word of God is the will of God. Tanan nga ni, interconnected ni. Now look at this. Here's the passage. Mark 3, 33 to 35, NIV. This is Jesus saying, Who are my mother and my brothers? He asked. Then he looked at those seated in a circle around him and said, Here are my mother and brothers. Sinong utod ni Jesus? Sinong family ni Jesus? Whoever does God's will is my brother, my sister, and my mother. You'll know that God is prompting you, telling you, Hello, my child. It's time to take it to a higher level. You know that? Because now you're desiring to know His will. Pilog mo kabuhi, just did your own thing, right? Gusto ko mangin piloto. Gusto ko mangin abogado. Gusto ko tayo mangin abogado. I was third year into political science. I wanted to be a lawyer. I would have been a fine lawyer. I think so. I would have been a lawyer. Amuntanin gusto ko. But then one day, abi nyo gusto ni Pastor Ryan magpastor. Ay, sus. Why ko gana magpastor? Sa amon magulutod, akong pinaka-least nga candidate sa pagpastor. Dapat ang mga manghud ko, di hindi ako. Akong pinaka-suplado, akong pinaka-mahuluyaon, believe it or not. Gagitara ko suna sa church, play piano. Mula na gusto ko magmabulig lang ko sa church, mabulig ko sa ministry ni Papa, hindi ko kuya magpastor. Wala ko desire magpastor. Doon ka balugid ang Diyos ko nun yung muon yan. No? Wala ko nag-set up sa life ko mga kumapastor ko one day. Never, never crossed my mind. You know what I did? I remember that day, I fell in love with God, so madly in love with Him. Kibot si Papa, one day na nga ba, gusto ko mag-shift. Shift sa ano? Theology. What? Nga ma-shift ka theology? I don't know. It's like, ako mag-graduate sa political science, but I can't find meaning in it. I feel if I do it, I'm gonna do a major dissatisfaction and major pain on my life. I know it's not gonna be lucrative. I would have had made more money being a lawyer. My heart wants to do this. Because when the prompting comes in, here's the next step, number four. Look at this. There is an inner 
urge for change. My change is my urge. <laughs> God, I can't be like this forever. I want more. I want to know you deeper. Hindi pwede nga forever ako depressed. I want to experience joy unspeakable and full of glory. Sino sinyo kagina? Namawatsyagan nyo do my inner desire for change. My urge, may good. Kung sa Tagalog pa po, may ujok. Meron pong push. The Spirit of God is telling you, now is the time. Go ahead. You can't stay there. Move out. Sa totoo lang, ibang ginapilit na kita sang Diyos, kapabiling kita gyapon, stuck sa position ta. You know why? You're afraid. What if I take a step and the heaven's doors are not open? Guys, it's open. What if I got there it becomes scary? He's sitting on his throne. There's an inner urge for change. Here's a story in Matthew 9, 21. The woman with the issue of blood. Why, what? 12 years. Lost all of her monies and all the physicians. She had an hemorrhagic thing. 12 years. One day, she heard Jesus was passing by. And as Jesus passed by, there was an inner urge for change. And the Bible says she said this. For she said to herself, if only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. Twelve years, and then one day, an inner urge for change. Ang isa sa pinakadakuong enemy sang blessing, sang growth, is complacency. Okay na ko din, nami church namon, kung may aircon ta comfortably, tugnaw, nami ang music, nami magwali, pastor namon, grabe si pastor Ryan, magwali, bombastic, powerful. Di ano na kuha mo da yun, tapos wali, namian ka, na-entertain ka, puli ka, same lang yapon. That's not the intention of the preaching. The intention of the preaching is not to entertain you for an hour and a half or maybe two hours for the entire service. No! The intention of the preaching is to nudge you. An inner urge for change. Number five, look at this. Some reason doors seemingly close. Listen to me, church. Thank God for closed doors. The mudamu doors, sang unang ayawan kita, Lord God. Pero ang Dios nag-shut na, hindi ka gyapo maghalinda. Gin close na sang Dios, move on na. Kapila na kugin luwas sang Dios by closing some doors. May mga tao nga gina-close na sang Dios ang doors. That's not the person for you. Move on. Pero bao kita do hindi gikitaya kabuya. Gin close na gani. Go na. God closes those doors because he has a better one for us. We need to trust it and believe it. Listen, may mga tao nga dapat mo palayuan. I'm sorry. May mga situations and environments nga kinanglan mo palayuan. Di pastor do open mo ng door. No, those doors have been closed by God already. You just like to linger outside of it. It's fun to just stand there hoping that it will open again one day. I'm going to show you something here in the book of Revelation. Look at this. Chapter 3, verse 7. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. What, what he opens, no one can shut. And what he shuts, no one can open. Kinshat na sang Dios. That's why he's telling you, I want you to move forward. This is a prompting. I'm going to close this door for you. You know, that's one of my powerful prayers in life. But when I feel uneasy about something, I pray this, Lord, if this is not your will, if you don't want me to be lost in this, please shut the doors 
And for sure, I tell you, God just shuts them doors. Kung kinashut na sang door, sang Dios ang door, it means God is telling you it's time to move on. Di pastor manu na lang ko, ishut mi sang Dios ang door sa akong employment. You think pabayan ka sang Dios? David said, I once was young and now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. You think because God closed one door of employment or business opportunity, all of a sudden he closes a door and lets you drown? No way, Jose. When he closes a door, he makes sure that there is a better one. Watch, watch, watch. Genesis chapter 7. This is Noah. Kabulo kami, pasulod ni Noah ang tanan nga kasapatan sa arka. Built a a, a, an ark made of gopher wood. We know the story, right? Kuna po istorya na. Gibutangan niya sang pitch or sang tar ang mga seams, sang boat, sang ark para ni magsulod ang tubig. But you know that was a gladness, cataclysmic event. Paano naka-survive? Paano naka-survive si Noah sa dilubyo? I'll show you. Look at this. It's not just the boat that Noah built. Look at this. God said, a male and female of each kind entered just as God had commanded Noah. Look, then the Lord closed the door behind them. Watch this. It wasn't Noah that sealed the ark. It was God. That's why the ark kept afloat. That's why the water did not overwhelm the ark. That's why the salvation was there. Because it was God who shut the door. So let me tell you, church, when God shuts a door, it's not meant to destroy you. It is actually meant to save you from the rottenness and the flood going on around you. Kung si Noah lang ito nag-close ang door, basi nasudlan pa ito sa tubig. Pero ang Diyos, in sa ibang translation, it's not going to shut the door. The Lord, si ibang translations, sealed the ark. Ngagin pa, obra mo pa si Noah kung ikaw malagli ma-seal. That's not how God does things. Hindi ang Diyos pwede mapadala lang sang ark halin sa langit. Noah had to make a step. Take that step by building an ark on top of a mountain far from the ocean in a time that has never rained yet. Preach the message for 120 years. But when it was time, God Himself sealed the door. May namangkot sa unang sakon. Paano tabi ang mga, may mga giants sa tunga time, nga wala sila nagsaka sa ark? They can't. Because God sealed it. You might be going through something right now, but don't be afraid. God is the one sealing it. Let me give you my last point. And I'm done preaching. This is how you know God is prompting you to go to another level. Watch this church. When your dream, when the dream that He gives you, when your dream scares you, the nightmare, huh? Hindi bangungot, but it is a vision that is so big and impossible that if God didn't show up, it would never be done. Let me ask you right now: Sino si nyo gintagaan sang Dios ang dream? Nakon tulukon mo lang on your own. You look at it on your is God gonna show up? If God doesn't show up, I'm dead. I can see Esther entering the courtroom, the, the throne room of Ahasuerus or Circe. As soon as she entered there, she says, if I perish, I perish. I'm gonna read a few passages and I'm done preaching. Look at this. But Moses protested to God, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? Why? Why? 
because the dream was too big. It scared him. You're going to liberate six million people out of Egypt. After 400 years of slavery, you're going to get six million people out of there. You're going to cause signs and wonders. You're going speak to speak to the king. And Moses was like, no way, God. I, I, I am slow of speech. I stutter. Lord, I can't do this. This is impossible. No. You know God is prompting you because the dream is too scary on your own. But he is nudging you to believe. Here's another example. Here's Gideon. After the barrage from the Midianites, Judges 6, 14 to 15, NLT, Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you. God, listen here. For many years, we have been under the foot of all these Midianites. There's, it's impossible to do that. Now you're sending me. Look at what Gideon's, Gideon said. But Lord, Gideon replied, How can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh. And I am the least in my entire family. Dream too scary. Lord, It also happened to this young man that I'm going to talk about as my ending. King David. See, he wasn't supposed to be king. Do you know that David wasn't God's first choice? When Saul made the mistake, didn't kill all the Amalekites, and did not kill all the animals, instead he covered up because he was afraid of what people might say and then Samuel rebuked him and said to obey is better than sacrifice to hearken unto the voice of the Lord better than fattened calf and, and this, is what, this is what the prophet said this is what Samuel said if you would not have disobeyed God God would have established your kingdom in Israel forever Jesus would have been the son of Saul when he disobeyed there it's not just the mistake it's the heart God started looking and God said, go to the house of Jesse. Samuel goes to the house of Jesse. Pagabuti's house of Jesse. He said, Jesse, show me your children. Unauna, big, strapping young man full of power and vigor. Looks like a king. Talks like a king. Acts like a king. Muscular. My abs. My muscles. Since in Bible, he, had, he looked the part. But God said, not him. The next one comes in, not him. Did you know the Bible, dapat ang blessing makato sa firstborn? firstborn, sometimes secondborn. You know what? David. He was the eighth child. Second, not him. Third, not him. Fourth, not him. Fifth, not him. Sixth, not him. Seventh, not him. Siling ni Samuel. Don't you have any other children? Don't you have any other sons? And Jesse said, We I have another one, but he's the worst candidate ever. Where is he? Watching sheep. Didn't see David. The Bible calls him the man after God's own heart. He did a lot of mistakes in his life. He was there singing songs to him. And Samuel said, call for him. Pagpalapit palang ni David, he was looking, the Bible says he was handsome, but he was ruddy, meaning, halin siya sa latagon, gabantay, papula-pulang, dobata palang, dobapoy, halin sa dalagan. Galayo palang siya, ambas ang Bible, ambas ang Espiritus ng Diyos kay Samuel. That's him anointing. He anoints David. Watch this. Why is David the man after God's own heart? Have you ever asked that? You know why? Because he is a man who always did what the heart of God wanted. His heart and God's heart are the same. Now watch this. See, David, anoint ng a king, ni Samuel. Si Samuel ang anoint kay Saul. Meaning, without a doubt, they all believed. From that day forward, David will be king. David could have just stayed home, did nothing. Like, Christians, pala. Patawhay na lang, kahit tapos naman na, save na ko. 
not a man after God's own heart. One day he was sent by his father, the future king. Go to your brothers in battle while they were facing the Philistines and cowering in fear because there was a giant of a man called Goliath screaming to the top of his lungs, Give me a man who will fight with me. Pagabuto ni David, he had cheese and bread for his brothers. He saw his brothers. Alin sa malama sa sa kaanom. Alin sa kapito. Tanan sila gakurog sa kakulba. Sini David, what is happening here? Are you gonna allow this to happen? Let me kill that giant. Sing sa mga magulang yung katikalon si mga bata ka pinakdol takaron. Go home. We know that you only came here kaya gusto mo lang mangususo sa gera. See, they don't understand. David would have been okay. He could have stayed home, washed his sheep, played his songs, but he wanted to go beyond the basic requirements. He said, I'm gonna put my life on the line and I'm gonna slay that giant. He takes five smooth stones from the, uh, from the river and start killing killed the giant with one stone. You know why lima? Because Goliath had four other brothers who were also giants behind him in that same army. That same day, David was ready to kill five giants with a slingshot. Church, listen to me. Here was a boy who, uh, he was already promised to be king like us. We are already promised to be in heaven. But he had decided, I'm going beyond this. I'm going beyond the basic requirements and I'm moving on to the next level. His story doesn't end there. David wins that battle. Ultimately, was persecuted by Saul. But yun siya ni Saul. Kinkwaya asawa nga si si Michael. Ginhatag si Iban nga lalaki. Grabe nga persecution. Panago sa mga kweba. One day, Saul dies. He is elevated as king. Watch. All of the things prophesied to him. The prayers. The dreams. Aratanan saya. Listen, church. Listen. David could have said, I've suffered enough. Grabe nga trials, grabe nga problema. I could just sit on my throne and watch the rest of my life happen. As soon as he was installed, one of his first edicts is this: Take back the ark of the covenant from the Philistines. Sing as his king. David wanted more. He utilizes, he mobilizes the army, takes the Ark of the Covenant. Pakita yung Ark of the Covenant. Kabi kalipay yung butang nila sa new cart, ginbutong. Samtang ginabutong sang sapat ang Ark of the Covenant. Dapat ang Ark of the Covenant. It has to be on their shoulders. Hindi pa ginbutang sa cart. Pero na miss nila to. Dagtinamad sila. I don't know. Or they just missed it out. But they put it on the cart when God commanded them. Put it on a gopher wood overlaid with gold. Put it on your shoulder and the priest should carry it on their shoulders. What they did was they put it on a cart. The animal pulled it. The animal stumbled. The Ark of the Covenant fell. Pagkatumbas ang Ark of the Covenant, si Uzag in-extend niya, come on to touch para luwason ang Ark na hindi mahulog sa duta. As soon as he touched it, the power of God fell upon him and killed him. David was afraid. Lord, I did everything right. Ang desire ko malang is to serve you. And now this, now I'm afraid. So what did he do next? Because of that, nakilulbaan sila, kinbutang anay temporarily kay Obed-Edom. Can you imagine Obed-Edom thinking, Oh my God, you're gonna put it in my house. Oh, it just killed Uzzah, a priest. Now you're gonna put it in my house, but it's the king telling you. So he's just taking it in his house. But after three months of being the Ark of the Covenant in the house of Obed-Edom, the Bible says the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and his entire family. When David heard that, he said, Wait a minute, yo. If, 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 if that's it, Okay naman ato kay Obed-Edom But he reminded again I'm not the kind of guy Who's just gonna sit there And watch the world go by 
by. I'm the kind of guy who is after God's own heart. I'm always going to push it to the next level. So what did David do? He says, go to Obed-Edom. Take that ark from him. You know what they did? Church, what David did was he took the ark, 30,000 men and priests. This time, they put it on their shoulders, the priests. They learned their lesson. Samtang nagalakat ang presence ng ginoo ang bilog ng army kagang Israel nagarejoice upod kay David. Ginbutang nilang ark sa ilabaga. Read your Bible. And every time they take six steps: one, two, three, four, five, six. On the seventh step, they started offering sacrifices and praising God. Can you imagine how long it would take? From the house of Obed Edom to the tabernacle. Watch. One, two, three, four, five, six. And on the seventh, marijoice naman sila kag worship sa Dios. Let's take another step. One, two, three, four, five, six. And naman posila. And then on the seventh step, marijoice naman sila kag worship sa Dios. What was that? Kin require na sa Dios. It's never written in the law that you should do that. But you know what David was doing? I'm going over and above what is required of me. Church, listen. But are you willing to go over and above what is the basic requirement because you understand that God has greater plans for you in your life? But I'm going over and above. Here's one another thing David did. David takes off his kingly garment. Sa Bible times, ang nagadefine sa ila isang nila outer garment. Kung hari ka, sa bayo mabalan. Kung ubaho ng outer garment, ang underwear nila palareho. So he took off his kingly garb put on the linen ephod bahayo sang priest why because only the priests ang dapat ang roles ang king sitting on his throne watching the parade david's not like other kings he's always going to take it another step further he took off his kingly garb and he put on a priest's garment. Their outer garment defined who they were. Dapat hindi pwede si David da. But guess what? That day, he was willing to give up the kingdom that was promised him his entire life. The kingdom that he died for many times over. Just so he could have that. He took it off and put on a worshipper's clothing and says, I don't care what I have. I don't care about the treasures. I don't care about the kingdom. I'm gonna worship God. He takes it off and he starts putting it on and starts praising God in front of the Ark of the Covenant. His wife sees him and says, what kind of king are you? of a king are you? Slain David, subtle flex. I'm the kind of king that was given a kingdom that was taken from your family. Saying, I love this presence of God. And saying, you have embarrassed yourself. David, I'm more than willing to be embarrassed some more. David, willing a lot more for the presence a man after God's own heart. Was God happy? Very, very happy. But one day, David was laying down on his bed, looking at, temp, uh, looking at the tent where the Ark of the Covenant is. Siling Lord, I'm living in a nice palace, but your house, the house that you live in, is a tent. Lord, let me build your house. You know what God's, is that God? Yes, that's God. But look at what God said, David, wait. So God says, you know what? You're too bloody. 
I'm going to give that to your son. David is a symbol of the Old Testament. There was a lot of blood in the Old Testament. Solomon is a time of peace. He's a representation of Jesus. That's why the temple is built in the time of Solomon because Jesus, that's a different story. But here it is. Watch. So David said, I want to build a temple. God says, you've done enough. Enjoy the rest of your life. From that point on, David kind of like eases in. Watch his church. Sa time nga wala siya nag-move forward, he fell into Bathsheba. He made the sin with his son Absalom and his daughter Tamar. He made a lot of mistakes because he started to be easy again. Instead of going to the war, he stayed in his veranda. But in his dying days, when David was very old, that he needed a virgin, a young woman, to warm his old, frail body. Bagusi David napatay. Watch. He talks to God again and says, Lord, remember you and I, we had this thing. I just want to do something for you, God. Please let me make this temple. And God said, through the prophet God, tell David this. I want you to take the Ark of the Covenant and bring it to the threshing floor of Arana. The long Ark of the Covenant. Your Honor, Your Majesty. David said, The Lord told me that your threshing floor is going to be the site of the temple. That's the site of the temple in Gilgamesh Solomon. Arana was like, Your Majesty, you can have it. It's all yours. You can have it for free. Listen, guys. Okay, na Because David is a different species. He said, I will not offer to God anything that will cost me nothing. Okay, na iyana. Basic requirements met. That's where a lot of Christians are. Na meet mulang basic requirements. Nagbaton ka na kay Jesus. Nagasimba ka na kung Domingo. Pungko gamay, pamati gamay, hatag gamay, pule. Next week naman, pungko, mate, pule. Hatag, pungko, mate, pule. Basic requirements covered. Dave is not like that. I'm gonna take it to the next level. While there's breath in this body, I will not offer anything that costs me nothing. You know what that means, church? What that means is this. Requires this. This is all that's necessary. Listen to me. But I'm willing to go over and above in the perspective of grace. This is what it is. Jesus already paid the price, but because he did it so well for me, I am willing to take another step because this.